Hey friends, December is here. Christmas is here. What do you want this year? I bet it's peace. Peace in your relationships and holiday gatherings. Who doesn't want that? Well, the greatest gift we could get would be to feel loved and extended grace for who we really are. I mean, loving grace is the very gift that God is inviting us to enwrap this season. And loving grace is the very gift that we can give to others this year. Hey, I'm Jennifer. I'm here to help you feel satisfied in your closest relationships, starting with a relationship with God and yourself. I know what it's like to endure the holidays without much peace, and I know what it's like to struggle to feel fully known or deeply loved. This is the Honest Ugly Podcast, where you will find grace and freedom to not just survive this holiday season, but to thrive as you accept God's invitation to friendship and intimacy with Him, simply by being honest. Pull on your apron. (laughs) Totally kidding. I don't need an apron to pour a muffin mix out of the box. But grab your hot drink. I'm going to have hot chocolate with marshmallows. What are you going to have? We have time to chat while these muffins bake. There is a lab that lives at my house, and he's just a puppy. He's silky black, he has the softest ears, and he is a wild, unruly sort. I let him out of his crate this morning, and he did his perfect little downward dog stretch. And while I put food in his bowl, I started to let him outside because he has to eat outside because he can't control himself to not try to steal his sister's food. But he leaps up on the back door and tries to do his downward dog stretch on the door. Well, he slides over to the left, falls into my table, crashes over my plant, and this hand-painted plate that I love. I painted this plant. Okay, did I say hand-painted plant? I don't have a hand-painted plant, but I have a hand-painted plate, and it has a sunflower on it, and I painted it within the last few years. I love sunflowers. It remind, They remind me to keep my face toward the sun every time I see them, and so I painted this plate during a time that I just, I needed to have this reminder, and I love the plate. It means something to me. It was created during a season where I was shifting and changing and God was speaking things into me that were new and fresh and required bravery and challenge. And so the plate actually means a lot to me. I I have lots of symbols in my life that remind me to keep my face toward the sun. And I love the plate. Well, it came crashing to the floor and I'm like, Duke, well, I let him outside, and I realized that I had some choices. I could be mad at Duke. I could even hold it against him. I could withhold my love from him because he did something that was out of control and damaged something that was special to me. I could let my heart pick up an offense, and so the way I treat him from here on out could be tainted by what I chose to do with this plate. Now, believe it or not, all those thoughts did go through my mind, but then I realized. Duke is completely unaware of what he just did. He has no idea that he even broke a plate. He doesn't even know what a plate he is. I mean, granted, he's a dog, but hang with me here. He has absolutely no idea the damage that he caused. I mean, he's just out there wagging his tail, eating his food. And when he comes back in, he will be unruly because he just isn't trained yet. Well, he is immature. He's just a little lab of a puppy. Apparently, if you've had a little lab puppy, I don't need any further explanation. You know what I'm talking about. But if you've never had a lab puppy, as I had not 
before Duke. I don't even think I have the best adjectives to describe the wildness this little dude is, but I absolutely love him. He brings a lot of joy to my day. But this morning, my response really was, and then all those questions went through my mind. And then a smile came across my face and I just realized that I don't have to be upset about this. I don't have to go paint another plate. I don't have to remedy this. I don't have to fix this. I don't have to expect Duke to be aware or to apologize or anything. I can just let this go. The thing is, there are people in our lives that are unruly and they're immature and they've never been trained. Maybe people have not taught them how to use their words. Maybe people have not spoken life into them and said that your hands are made for gentleness. Maybe they have no clue how to consider others better. Maybe their social awkwardness is out of fear or self-preservation. Most of the time, the people that hurt us or the people that take things from us, the people that cause disappointments in our life... Most of the time, not all of the time, some there are some people who do it on purpose, but a lot of times they're just completely unaware. And so I thought about the people in my life who've hurt me, and I could extend them grace this morning, remembering that maybe they're just completely unaware. Maybe they have no idea how much that plate meant to me. Of course, the plate is an example, right? But maybe in your own life, maybe they have no idea how bad their words wounded you. Maybe they have no idea that the look they gave you when they weren't even really paying attention to you, but the look that you saw them give you has nothing to do with you. Maybe they're completely unaware that they offended you. Just recently, a friend and I were talking about an offense that she has been holding on to for 25 years. And I made the comment, I bet he has no idea that that sentence has stuck with you and really affected your outlook on life all of these years. And so many times, how many of us hold on to words people say or offenses that we've picked up when the other person may be completely unaware? Can you think of something right now that you're holding on to that someone did to you, someone said to you? As I talk right now, let your mind wander to those places in your heart that can immediately recall something someone said to you that hurt you. Or you can immediately recall how what someone did wounded you so deeply. There have been times in my life over the last 20 years where people have made comments to me about something I said back in high school or something I did. And guys, I really was completely unaware. And so all this time they're offended with me. Thankfully, they said something to me. But all those years they were offended by me and I was completely unaware. And when we do that, we give other people power over us. We give them power to let us stay stuck in bitterness and unforgiveness. And we give them the power to allow us to be critical and judgmental and hateful. And the thing is, those aren't really qualities we want to be. So today we want to talk about three ways to let go of disappointment. Because if we hang on to disappointment, if we hang on to losses without letting God heal them, if we hang on to offenses, I might have already said offenses, and but if we hang on to these things that hurt us, if we hang on to these things that grieve us, the things that we experience loss in, and we don't give them over to the Lord for Him to heal them in us, it affects us in a negative way. And if we keep hanging on to those things year after year after year, 
We can become heavy with it. We can become cynical and judgmental. We can be the ones that are short with people with our words. We become the ones that offend people because that nastiness inside of us becomes who we are and it bubbles up and pours out into other people when we're irritated and stressed and frustrated. So today, let's just talk about three ways to let go of disappointment. The first one is that we have to acknowledge the loss. Like when that plate crashed to the ground, I know the plate is a simple example, but it was highlighted this morning when it happened. But when that plate crashed the ground, I immediately felt the disappointment. I immediately felt the loss. I immediately felt that there was a choice before me on how I was going to handle that moment, not just for myself, but toward the person, (laughs) this little puppy that caused the trouble. But I knew I didn't want that disappointment to affect my whole entire day. I didn't want it to let me close my heart off to this little puppy. I didn't want me to let it hold that against him. I mean, he is unaware and people in our lives are so many times unaware. So we have to acknowledge the loss. Yes, I am disappointed. This morning, I even said, I am disappointed that that plate is broken. It was special to me. I painted it in a time of desperation But then I also realized it's just a plate and he's just a puppy and he has no idea. And I am not going to let a broken plate cause me to close my heart off to this puppy that was given to me as an opportunity to expand my love. The second thing we can do is realize that I cannot fix what is broken. I can't get back the loss. I just have to accept it, guys. I have to accept the loss. So we have to acknowledge the loss and we have to accept it. I can't fix what someone broke. I can't fix what someone stole from me. I can't fix what someone inflicted on me. I can't get back the years that I invested that feel like a loss. I can't can't remedy all that has been broken around me. I can't do it. I just have to accept that there's a loss. And a lot of times in our culture, I don't think that we allow ourselves to accept the loss. We just blow it off. Like this morning, I could have very easily just said, well, it's just a plate because I don't want to deal with it. And it is a little thing. But when I'm talking about this plate, I want you to be thinking about the thing in your life that you've been disappointed over. Sometimes we just blow it off and we pull up our bootstraps and we tell ourselves, well, we should just be thankful or we should just move on or I'm not going to let myself think about that. But that does us no good. It plants seeds of bitterness. It plants seeds of other negative emotions that we don't want to grow in us. So we have to accept the loss. We have to acknowledge and accept it and say, I can't, I can't fix this. This is a loss. I can't do anything about it. I'm going to accept that this plate is shattered. I'm going to accept that I can't get the plate back. I'm going to accept that I can't fix it. And the third thing, and this may be the first thing you have to do before you can acknowledge and accept. I'm not really sure, but somewhere in the in the process of letting go and accepting and acknowledging and confessing and admitting, we have to forgive. We have to forgive the one that offended us. And we have to do that without expecting them to be aware of what they've done. We're going to have to learn how to forgive them without requiring them to acknowledge the mess they've made. Yes, in this situation, it's just a little puppy. He doesn't even know what a plate is, much less forgiveness. what forgiveness is. I can't expect him to know the emotions that were involved in painting that plate. He has no idea. 
And just now I'm thinking of the scripture where it talks about Jesus looked out upon the crowd and he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. They didn't have a leader. They didn't know. This little puppy doesn't know. And a lot of the offenses that we walk around with, the people don't know what they did to us. They don't know the loss they caused. They don't know how deeply we are grieved because of something they did. They just don't know. So if we can look at people, Jesus looked at them like sheep. But if we can look at people in our lives like these little puppies that are unruly and wild and untrained and they're just completely unaware, they run around offending people with their words, with their lack of consideration, with their boss hats and their control freakness and their fears that come out and control and they just are completely unaware of what they do. They're completely unaware of what they say. They're completely unaware of what they destroy. But guess what, guys? We're not in control of those other people. We're in control of how we respond to life. We are the ones that get to choose what we're going to do with disappointment. We get to choose what we're going to do with the broken plates and the spilled milk, the shattered marriages. And we get to choose what we're going to do with the broken relationships. There is so much power in choice. We are not under the authority of the offenders. We are not under the wreckage of those that are unruly. We have the power to choose how we're going to show up and respond. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to choose to hold on to an offense that's going to cause me to keep my heart closed off to people. I don't want to choose to hang on to disappointment and let it taint the way I look at people. I don't want to hang on to to things that hurt me because it doesn't let me keep my heart wide open, guys. So today, whatever offense you carry, the person's name that comes into your mind as you're listening here, think about what they did. Think about how they hurt you. Think about what they shattered. Think about what they took from you. And acknowledge that it hurt you. Acknowledge the emotions. Maybe you're mad. Maybe you're sad. Maybe you're all of it. Maybe you're so stinking ticked off you can't even see straight when, you, when you're in the same room with that person. They might not even know. They might not have a clue that they've offended you. And I can almost guarantee you if they're not walking with the Lord and they're not sensitive to the Holy Spirit, they're not going to be discerning and they're not going to know. Because where does that discernment come from for us? It comes from the Holy Spirit. So as I think about my little puppy, he has no idea that he broke the plate. So I think I'm going to practice from here on out looking at people as little puppies. They're wild and they're unruly and they just don't know. But when I watch intently at this little puppy that's just all over the place and can be so offensive in so many ways, he brings so much joy to me when I choose to keep my heart wide open to him. It expands my heart to love not only this puppy well, but it expands my heart to love others well. When I look, when I can look at people and think they probably didn't do that on purpose. Maybe they don't have the tools to do better. Maybe they don't have the skill set. Maybe they don't have the knowledge. Maybe they didn't have the books to learn from, the mentors to learn from, the teachers, the guiders. Maybe they really don't know. And we think, well, they should know. Well, why should they know? We think they should have been taught better. Maybe that's the time for us to just say, thank you, God, that I am aware 
of people. And thank you, God, that I know not to treat people that way. And thank you, God, for the grace when I do. I'll leave you with this. Recently in my counseling session, I'd made the comment that sounded something like, yes, when you don't feel loved by the people that should love you best. And the counselor's response was, why should they? And it made me realize that when we use the word should, they should know better. They should be old enough. They've learned by now. They should because they're in this position of authority. They should because this is the role that they are in. That is a lot of judgment and condemnation we put on people when we think they should show up in a certain way. So today when people offend you, they might say comments, they might show up in a way that you're thinking, why in the world are they still showing up at this age like that? Just give them some grace because you're not the one in charge of how they should show up. You're the one in charge of how you get to show up in life, how you get to respond to annoying people, how you get to respond to people who hurt you and wound you and have no clue. You're not in control of other people. You're in control of you. So today, let go of disappointment in people and give them the grace to show up however they're going to show up. Because when we can focus on how we're going to show up, the way other people show up doesn't have to affect us so much. That's all I have for you today. I'm going to go pet that little unruly dog and just love him with all that I have because he is completely unaware of the chaos that he causes. Oh, there's the oven. Muffins are ready. I hope today's episode invited you into a deeper connection and intimacy with God. I want to hear from you to hear what's on your heart this holiday season. What are you struggling with most? Go click the link in the show notes to join our Facebook community and you can chime in there about this specific episode. If you're encouraged here listening to The Honest Ugly, be sure and subscribe and share with a friend. If you feel stuck and you don't know how you're going to move forward this next year, book a coaching session with me. I would love to help you know how to respond to God's invitation to find healing and intimacy. Merry Christmas, friends. You are fully known and deeply loved. Nothing you do will make God love you more, and nothing you do will make Him love you less.